now we can continue being who we are. You know, it's freehand is, is different. But like, so like, you would have had to have made the decision on the piece. At least the, you chose the framework long ago. Long ago. And then you had to reverse engineer how to take that framework and put it into texture with four pigments. Yeah, man. Gridding has also saved my life. I think that uh, you talk about mathematical things. It's crazy how you can copy something or you know recreate something down to the like almost exact precision, just based on like laying out a mathematical uh, outline or layout to your work, and it's like. Uh, it's only God, you know, it's only love. Because, like, this reality that we live in, it's, like, translated through numbers and all the other stuff, bro. 999, or 9s and 3s and 6s and 2s, and it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. But before I stopped you, right, you were um, talking about your father passing it his job now i don't know wes i you, i don't know what you can say um yeah, that's, that, that's the irony because when it first happened i was like what can i say where, right. where where are we with this information where are we with this investigation what's the level of safety myself my siblings my mother come on now and the host of family members were about to have to descend upon liberia because it's a time of crisis and we band together and it's like, hold up. My father was just murdered in his home. The killer is still on the loose. Another, you know what I'm saying, distant cousin was murdered in his home in, in, in weeks prior. Hmm. And it's not something like, there wasn't necessarily a connection there, but there was this, an energy that people would, would need to be extra alert, hyper vigilant. I mean, when you went, when you went, did you not, I mean, did you feel any type of, like, danger or anything? Like, a, any sense of danger? That Was you, like, briefed on? I, 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 I felt a sense of, I, I would say a mild paranoia. Okay. Because with the killer still being loose. Right. And, it's, and really, me looking at the landscape, like, the killer could be anybody. Right. Anybody. Right. Shit, the driver. The driver. And, and and early on, <clears throat> early on, there were there were people trying to say that it could be an f- internal thing. It could be a family feud of sorts, mm. trying to place the energy there as a way to deflect from the police doing a thorough investigation. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just some internal shit. They go through this because there's a lot of money and property mm-hmm. and name rights at stake. It was a, it was so so me going. Me going in there, it definitely was, I was concerned. And so speaking about it was, I, I, got, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't feel comfortable really yeah. speaking about it publicly. Yeah. I mean, you can't, it's, it, technically it is a, these are the things that people make movies about, you know what I mean? That, that start movies um, where our protagonist is some, you know, state-sponsored you know what i mean and 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 turmoil in the 
area you're talking about right now, like that that means something. That means something. Because we're not we're not we're not uh, too far removed from. <laughs> My grandfather was murdered seven years before I was born. The coup that set the course of Liberia and the, this beautiful West African nation changed the trajectory of millions of lives for generations all over one night. Of course, there was a buildup, but... If people don't forget, you know what I mean? Like, if people are, um, you know, when people feel like they lost, you know what I mean, and they want to they want to win, or they wanted to win, or they, they, they think that it's like, a, you know, opportunity to seize control again. Um, that, see, that's a conflict that Americans don't even, bro, your reality, your whole reality is something that, like, is, is so real, yet so, like, it's fictional, like, not, not, you know, like, 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 it's not, it, it feels like it's just, it's non-fiction, but it's the stuff that they write, fic, you know, it's the stuff they write. It's kind of like, the, it's like this canvas. You to the original or what, this is, this, this is like, the original is like composition, the picture, mm -hmm. is what Hollywood is in a sense. Mm -hmm. It's it's what we perceive my certain degrees of my lived experience to only be fantasy mm. and like I watch like everything is I want you to remember this phrase okay. reflective memory and relative experience reflective memory and relative experience and just hold that as a filter or just a gradient as we as we make decisions as we move through life because when I make decisions or when I move calculated it's based on my reflective memory my relative experience mm -hmm. what I've been through my traumas mm -hmm. my intergenerational traumas things that like before, before preferences the, everything yeah before the decisions even made is run through a thousand filters based on my experiences and based on my genes before the word before the decision even come out my list before like even as a person gives me information it's filtered through all of my experiences yeah straight up straight up so even my interpretation is something that just we have to be we have to be guarded about you know yeah. what we take in well, what we allowed to subconsciously come in? Let's see, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, when we started off the conversation, we were talking about how Kendrick was, like, exposing a lot of, making a lot of people. And the song he was talking about, was that Father uh, Father Issues? Was that the song he was talking about that was, like, Mo speaking Mother to I Sober. Mother I Sober. That's the, yeah, that was the, that was the song. Okay. Um, where it said, you ain't tried the, the, the fame, you know, the line that will be famous. You ain't tried... Grief until you try to sober. The second one is you ain't you ain't uh, tried loss until you 
try this over. You, sir, are going through both with the murdering of your father. And it's like... <sighs> I, I, I want to pull back that real quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a theme in the song where he talks about not being trusted as a child, essentially. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on now. And how, like... It it forced it made him question himself and it had how the had echoed into other decisions and like mm-hmm. how he perceived experiences mm-hmm. and so like that his reflective memory relative experience was like this trauma you know what I'm saying this mistrust of himself or this this questioning of his decisions mm-hmm. you know or his how he filtered or processes information comes in uh just i was talking to my other son's mom about uh just how we can communicate with him better how we can grow our relationship Mm. and it hit me just how i was dealing with i was still kind of dealing with the relationship i had with my father and Mm. in my early on in becoming a parent the most important, the most important thing to me was just not being considered a bad father, mm. whatever that meant. Mm. Not being considered an absentee father, whatever that meant. Whatever frequency, whatever challenges arose, I would not tarnish that title of being a good father. And that was like the most important thing to me. Beget the mother, beget missed opportunities for myself, you know what I'm saying? Distractions, yeah. distractions, all of that. And uh, just how in time I had to learn to let go and to release. Yeah. And as I did that, the relationships with my, both my son's mothers improved. Mm. You know, and like I, like I mentioned to you earlier, we're like, we frolic. Yeah, you, you said know? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, have, we communicate well. We are able to challenge each other's assumptions and yeah. grow and build, and it reflects in the way our kids are able to communicate with us. Which is, we're having a conversation, and me and his son's, my son's mom, we're having a conversation about how we can communicate with them better. It's a check-in. Yeah. You check-in. know, like yeah. what could we, you know, what could we do? What could we change? How can we improve? You know. Yeah. Um, have you talked to your son? We got. What kind of things y'all talking about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely, definitely, my definitely. Girls, you know, where the head? Yeah, where is his head at? Yeah, you know, he's about to be a teen. He's changing school soon. Graduation, mm. and it, and it's just uh, first a testament to our growth. Look. Um, but also, as I'm dealing with the passing of my father and reflecting on what was the most important thing to me when I first became a father was mm. just not being considered a bad father. Right. And but now. That you aren't a bad father. It's that, like, what do I want? Well, go ahead, keep going. I'm sorry. I I guess the position is, um, there are times where I feel like a bad father. Interesting. And I don't, I don't know what to account for, mm. you know, because I'm, we're all I'm very present in their lives. Yeah. Um, like I'm accessible but there's something that I feel like I still gotta c- 
connect to the experience that I had with my father to be better to them. Mm. Something in the ways that I that I maybe nurture, chastise them, yeah. or just it's all about like the input and the output. So yeah. what am, what how am I communicating with them to get something back? Right. A lot of times parents are just like I'm gonna force feed you this and I just expect and the expectation yeah, is you. you do it. Right. But it's it's science, it's algorithm. Mm. You gotta you gotta present something in a certain way so the system that you've designed yeah. <laughs> you designed the operating system. Yeah. It can, God God gave you this piece of hardware and every input that designed that operating system yeah. is from you and the environment that you created. Yeah. You thank yourself. Yeah. Essentially, you know, so right. You talk the, about like as it pertains to a child's behavior. As it pertains to your child's behavior, the way they communicate, okay. the way they interact with um, strangers, the way they interact with new ideas, face yeah. challenges, deal yeah. with stress, overcompensate for the deficiencies, all of this okay. came from the input, which is you, your partner, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so when, I, when, I'm, when I'm dealing with my Isaac and, uh-huh. and, and Tucson, I got to always be conscious of, Okay, this is the operating system I've created. I've created so just because I've changed as a parent doesn't right, mean right, I right, doesn't right, mean I've right. changed the operating system that I've expected them to live in and operate in. Exactly. Yeah. So I have to learn to evolve and communicate with them in a certain way mm-hmm. as they grow and, mm-hmm. and and make sure that I'm nurturing the conversation properly. Come on. And not being over aggressive when I haven't put. I, I haven't upgraded that part of the operating system to take that type of input. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, you're, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you gotta tell, you gotta tell the system you about to change some things. Yeah, well, you got, you got to change some things in the system, and, it's, and it, it takes time. You know, yeah. it might, it might, it might take a shoot. It might, it might take a couple months to change something that you first programmed six, seven years. Come into. on now, come on. I mean. Eh, I mean, priorities change as parents grow. Right now, we're dealing with um, behavioral problems from the one you just met, Lance. Um, he's been getting kicked out of a lot of daycares for hitting and biting and kicking and stuff. And it's still a, a issue. I'm told that he's going to calm down. Um, so we'll see, whatever. But that's one. And then... Um, Does he feel heard? I, that's the thing. It's like, does he feel heard? Is it the... Is it the and, you know, I... I I feel like there's a there's there's there uh, there needs to be a line drawn. Like my daughter is very big about being heard. I mean, I was very big about being heard as a child. Like I wanted to be heard. And there's a thing about being heard, and then there's a thing about doing what I think is going to be the best like thing as an as a parent as an adult. Go ahead. I'm gonna bring something back from earlier. Yeah. Because when when you said when you cried, you cried, you felt it here in your diaphragm. Mm -hmm. Was that when I felt like I was about to cry, like the, the, the tears, they yeah. stop at un, yeah, at the diaphragm Fair. for most things. For most things. Most things. Th- things that would normally make me cry, like because I can empathize so much, or just because I sympathize so much. But like, I have stopped that a lot of that for the past, I mean, twenty years, easily, easily, easily. So it's like un- I'm trying to unlearn that though. I believe that now that I've gone through, I believe it's like, or 
believe it's more like 16 years. And I, I've been trying to re hit reverse. Okay, so I went this way. I started to smoke. Um, I, I stopped being in touch with my emotions. I kind of canceled those out because these were all like coping, or not coping mechanisms, but survival tactics um, to be like kind of accepted in society. But now that I finally got into the age where the acceptance is no longer um, necessary, um, I'm trying to get back to the not innocent, but very much so care for not carefree either, but like because I wasn't carefree as a child, I was very emotional and tapped into things around the world. It's like I need to tap back in, and with my children and them kind of growing and me like being very cold to their emotions, like I'm, I'm Mr. I don't care why you're crying, do what I just said, like do what I just said. I, I don't care about like nothing that you you going through right now i need you to do what i said because like in my head there's a plan they don't know the plan but there's soldiers in the army you know in the in the in the, in the war that is like operating in the daily life if this were i feel you because that, that that's what i tell myself too like i need you to do this right now because the niggas are shooting at us right now i and I tell you, move. You gotta move. You gotta move. You gotta duck. Go. You feel me? I was, um, I was, I was at, I was with my son one day, mm. and it was a drive-by, not um, in front of his house, but down the street. Okay. And we hit the, we hit the floor. He threw me on the floor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it was just like, you good, you good. And then like, he's like, get in the house, get in the house. And I was like, nah, I'm staying on the porch. This is when you was a kid, your father. This was like. Six months ago, and this is who West who? Louisville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, where who, you said your son put you on the ground. Who put I, you on the ground? I, I, I was sitting on my son's. I stopped by my son's house. Okay, 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 okay. His mother's house. His, keep mother, going, keep his, going. his, his mother's house. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying from time to time we'll sit on the porch, we'll drink some Kool Aid. Cool. Or no, yeah, you know I dig it, bro. I dig, it, I dig it. And we were just, and then there was a drive by up the street. Okay, okay. And he was letting off, Dang. and he. Like he did the Batman threw me on the push me Your on the floor. Your son did. That's yeah. crazy. Quick with it, like yo, daddy, get down. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and it was just, oh, that's crazy. You know, that's even, crazy. Even that he knows, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, our, our children. Our children and what they'll be exposed to and like, um, you know, because they say that they are going to see more death than, um. Any other generation, like they say, forty forty or twenty forty, there's gonna be some cataclysmic event that's going to like kill off a lot of the population, whether it's death, disease, water, drought, or um, famine, right? And it's like it, they these is science and videos and shit I read and watch, um, which probably ain't the best things, but whatever. Um, they're the lives that they're going to lead, cause bro, you see what happened in Buffalo. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's, this is, I told, uh, where were we at? Was, we were somewhere. That's every eight months. Every I was about to say, like, this is, it's just the beginning, y'all. This is just the beginning. Like, there, the, the, the wave of racial violence is only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse as the, as the state continues to diversify. And see, that's the things we got to deal with America. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much in the world. Anyway, I don't know. I told myself when when this little Armageddon situation happens, I'd rather be in Liberia. Come on, because speak on that, bro. Right now, that's real. 
America, is we we got lights, we got the conveniences of Wi-Fi and internet and, and gas, and we can. There's an infrastructure, mm-hmm. but within this infrastructure, there's a lot of guns, there's a lot of Come weapons. On. Come on. In Liberia, guns are illegal. Okay. So they have the average cop. Any cop carries a baton. Come you, on. you gotta be high ranking to have a, a firearm or a piece. Okay. You're not brandishing it, that's generally. Right. You know? Right. Military got guns, but they're not coming out right. for nothing. Right. Unless it's something, you know? Right. And. Shit, the police ain't gonna come out for nothing, you know, unless it's really something, because, like, we not, noise complaint, all these little things, man. Like, if somebody, w- if somebody wanna kill you out there, they're gonna kill you with a rock come on. or a machete. Come on. Real talk, yeah, or or hand to hand combat, like that's how that's how or the mob gonna get you. Yeah, no. I was about to say the mob get you, put you on a tire, uh, put rap, a tire rap, around rap your ass. Like chat, rest in peace to so many. Like vigilante God. justice, yeah, out there is, yeah, it's a, it's serious. Yes, yes. And but if in this doomsday situation, I'd rather be there because people already, the majority of the population already lives in a post-apocalyptic world. Come on now. And they don't even recognize. Like, Come for them for them to go months without the LRC mm-hmm. coming on is no, it's nothing to them. They got, they're like, all right, they got backup generators. They know Come on. They, they got certain hours of daylight they can move. Mm. They have their backup lights. They have, they, they figure it out. Candles, fire. Come on. Can, all of that. Come on. You know, yeah. slow solar, this and that. But they, they get it together. Cold pots. I'm saying sit around the fire together, whatever. I mean, that's where you need to be anyway. High ground. It's like, <sighs> so repatriation. That uh, you, you you bring back repatriation. This is the easier thing for you, right? Um, for your experience is not. Bro, have you seen the new Atlanta? No. Do, do you watch Atlanta? The, oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the new Atlanta. I've seen a couple episodes. You've seen a couple episodes? Yeah. Okay, this recent episode, because you have not seen it and don't sound like you watch it regularly, so I ain't like I'm spoiling no shit for you. Um... There was uh, uh, Kevin Samuels, actually. Um, I would say rest in peace, but I mean, I guess I kind of did. Whatever. That's a terrible way to go out. I would hate to have that reputation See, like dying. Even Kevin Samuels, rest in peace. You have to, everything that he ever said publicly, you have to take that information in based on your reflective memory mm. and your relative experience. Mm. What you know about the, what you know and how you've experienced the subjects that he spoke about. Yeah. What experience and relationship he has to marriage and, 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 and love and yeah. growth and development and partnership and enterprise and hygiene and everything that he spoke about in his, yeah. his canon, his body of work. Yeah. It's you, you're taking them based on your experiences, your traumas, your multi-generational traumas. And you got to take it with a grain of salt because he's giving it to you in a way that, like I said, he's looking at the general population the same way we got kids out here and we got to understand the operating system we've created. He's looking at a general operating system of the, the public based on whatever information he has. Okay. He's like, okay, I got to give this, them this information in such a way that they're going to take it in and, and have an outcome. You're right. You're right. And, and, you, and I mean, to that point, I can't even argue. Uh, uh, and rest in peace, my, my guy. But um, the guy was on this new episode of Atlanta, and he was a like businessman, and he gave a um, million dollars to the school, changed the name of a racist school, and said that he was going to pay the college tuition of every black person in the school, right? So then there's a scramble begins to happen because he's only talking about black people. When he says black people, he's talking about the black 
experience, right? Um, the things that make you black in that uh, they were doing silly stuff, but like it, it was kind of relevant. But like um, he, they said, for example, finish the sentence. You see the uh, you see the news and all them people got shot. Um, he said, yeah, no, I heard about that. They said, no, the response was, mm-hmm, it's a damn shame. So that was the response you were supposed to have if you've had the culturally black experience, right? That was the, like, joke that they made. But there was a mixed dude, and he didn't get the, he didn't get the scholarship. He was pissed. He went to go, uh, burn the school down. He was half. He was half black, half white. Um, his father was black. He went to... He went and said, uh, or went to go burn the school down, and it was a, a dude from Nigeria, and he said, they said I wasn't black, you know what I mean? He said, he said you came to burn the school down? He said, yeah, man. He said, why? He said, they said I wasn't black. Um, and he was like, my experience, he said, they, they want something about the black experience. What, what can I do that I'm Nigerian, you know what I mean? Blah, 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 blah. Goes through a whole bunch of things. And in the end, the Nigerian dude gets shot, and he, Kevin Samuels walks up to him and gives him a check. He said, being shot by Cop is the blackest thing you could do. Y'all make sure y'all take care of him. Take him to the white hospital. Uh, you know, you get your, you got your tuition. You know what I mean? It's like these experiences. You talk about these lived experience. Well, well, hold on. Say it again. Culture, uh, uh, lived experience. I, f I forgot it already. Damn. Lived experience and reflective memory. Reflective memory. And relative experience. And relative experience. So you, um, when I say reflective memory, I'm think I'm saying. When, the someone, things, when you get oh, some right. input, yeah. what you're immediately pulling from yeah. as a reference point. Yeah. Hey, hey, we're getting a new cat, babe. I instantly go back to the time a cat scratched me across my goddamn stomach, gave me a second belly button hole. That's why I don't fuck with cats right now. Seeing straight cats from the alley, like, I don't want to think dirty things about my whatever, you know? But yeah, seriously, seriously. They be feeding them around here. I'm like, dog, my garage being open, like the, the back of it being open, has doubled the population of alley cats single-handedly. We, we ain't got the garage fixed yet, but I need to because Cass is fucking in my car. <laughs> Get the dead. How racist are you? Uh, so, it's so funny. I, I was thinking about this last night. Honestly, it's so crazy. Um, I am, I would be a whole lot more racist if my brother wasn't in an interracial, like had always been uh, attracted to, um, other races, you know what I mean, white women, in, in specifically. But if he didn't, if he never did that, like, I probably would be on some very much like, you just spawn a Satan, y'all evil type thing. But I know that it's not the individual. The individual can be reasoned with. The individual can be like taught and given different information so that their past, uh, their 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 memory. What'd you say? The thing thing. I'm, I'm gonna ask you a set of questions. Okay. I want you to answer these in a yes or no. Fun. Let's do it. Okay. Yes or no. When you are watching the news and you hear that a man's been shot, do you first hope? Okay. If it, do you first hope that is a that is a person of your same race? No. Do okay. I hope? 
Go ahead. Let me, let me rephrase that question. Yes, because because the racist answer is yes. I hope it's a white dude. Pray. Let Somebody me, just got shot. No. Okay, who shot him? Let me let me let me the frame police. this. Before oh, we come back, let me frame this for you. I was I was watching. I was uh, I was watching a, a movie, and this the main character was going. I don't even remember the movie. It was one of those like this uh, fly by night. Netflix movies, mm-hmm. but the main the main character, for the majority of the movie, he was going through some, some fucked up shit. He was mm-hmm. just having t- a tough run, mm-hmm. but he was like, racially ambiguous. Yeah, you know, in the way they had the shading in the movie, you couldn't really tell. Yeah, nice. And then w- when he finally came into the light, and the character wasn't black. Yeah. I was immediately, I almost like lost all sympathy for the guy. Like, yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, and, it, and then it hit me. I was like, that's racist. That's racist. Mm. You know, like, yeah. I was rooting for him more so when the character was black yeah. than when he wasn't. Yeah. And that's, that kind of. That's not racist. That's not racist. What's, what's racist about that? Look here. If 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 the it, I, I, that, I, that 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 went against you were rooting for him because his success went against the regular norms of society the 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 regular norms of cinema the regular norms of things that you see the minority character does not fare well um, or have any type of like main uh, main thing and then when you realize that it is a character who is of the group who is not like you know, it, relatively, by societal standards, doesn't have that much to overcome or get past or barriers to get over. You have every, you are in your rights, completely in your rights as a as a black human being to look at that and be like, oh, it's another success story about a white dude. Like, how many times have I seen that? I don't have to be. I don't. You. We don't have to be. We don't have to be. We can be unapologetic about that, bro. We don't have to like be cool with that no more like that's not a like a success story is a success story and even if it's a white black asian whatever person um spanish like it don't matter bro like we can you can you can you can invest your feelings into uh underdog but the investment is most definitely swayed by the background of the protagonist, because if you can see more of yourself in the protagonist, of course you're going to be more invested. Shit, that's why they made him ambiguous the whole movie, so that we could get black people to buy into it. What do you mean? That's that's this is the this is the this is the this is the ploy. We don't have to. I gotta stop you. Go ahead, go ahead. Stop because me. my subconscious just told me yeah. that I was deflecting from the original conversation, Ooh. and to get back to speaking about my father. There we go. I like that. I like that. Because, cause again, and I want you, I, I would love, I mean, talk about it, bro. So your father was what, again? What was his job in Liberia? You are Liberian. See, this is why I was, this is why I brought in the whole um, Atlanta thing. Because it's like, your experience is unique. It's very unique. And you talk about fatherhood. You're not talking about fatherhood in just an American tense. You also should be considering fatherhood in an African tense. You know what I mean? I never I never got to meet my grandfather. Come on. And for all the amazing things that he was able to do in his lifetime, 
and the impact he was able to have. I I just I never had my grandfather to ex to get that to mm -hmm. get that immediate touch, love, spiritual infusion. Yeah. You want you know something about me? What? My grandfather was murdered as well at a club um, in Detroit. He was shot when my father was eight years old. So I never met my grandfather either. Um, when I grew up, like growing up, my dad always said that he, somebody was trying to like steal from the jukebox that they had in the house and that's how he died. But like later in life, when my father became a homicide detective, he like, when he was in the academy or whatever, you could pull up like old files and stuff and he pulled up his file, he pulled up his father's file, you know what I mean? Um, so I ain't never met my grandfather either. And I've always felt that we are the souls that we are. Be, I don't wanna say to compensate, but like to definitely to make up for those sins. Like the generational sins that Kendrick was talking about, right? These are 1950, no, I will say 1960s. These are like 1950s, 1960s sins, right? Maybe even before that. No, we all want to say, I want to say 40-50s, right? This is our great-grandparents. Like, this is, 40-50s is grandfather. Like, when was your grandfather born? My grandfather was born in 1913. Come on now. So, 1920, right? Yeah. That, that's how far it goes back to when, free from slavery, you literally go back one more time, and not in Africa, but in America, that's slavery. So, my grandfather was, his grand, Because his, his grandfather came, immigrated from the United States. Come on. You from know. the United States? Yeah. Oh, bro, stop it right now, bro. You mean to tell me your great-great-grandfather repatriated when America bought Liberia after slavery happened, after at the end of slavery, and he went to, they went to Liberia. He, he went back. <sighs> so, then, you know, yeah. my, my great-great-grandfather like what do I know right as an American I guess or if I'm going back that many generations I'm still American um, my great great grandfather was black they said was a slave or was a free free person um, at the end of slavery new man right they, they that's that's my last name new man you a new man you know what I mean? And it is, the, the legend is... No disrespect. No, go ahead. No, no, no. no. This is no disrespect at all. I, I believe that this is the name my great-great-grandfather chose. You know what I mean? Like, the only Newmans are German slave owners, and the only German slave-owning Newmans are in, like, the Ohios and stuff like that. So it could be possible, right, that we got the name from those Newmans, or more likely, because Germans were Quakers most of the time, and they ended slavery fairly sooner than... The South did or whatever. So anyway, Native American. So like my great great, my paternal great great grandmother, Blackfoot, and my great 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 grandfather, my great great grandfather, Black, had my grandfather. He was raised on a reservation, Indian reservation. M met my grandmother. My father. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so it's like 
Like, how do we even, the, the, the generational trauma, bro, how do we even make up for that? There's so much missing. Like, I feel like you have, and I think Americans get jealous. I know I do. I, you talk about racism. Like, what about xenophobia? Like, I be getting jealous of Africans for knowing the, as far back as they do. You know what I mean? Like, when I went to fucking Senegal and them niggas was talking like, yeah, no, we remember, like, we know exactly who we took. Toflo, Degwe, Soloholo, Coco, you know, they going through the list. This is everybody we sold. We already know. It ain't that, it's nothing. It's What's three, four generations to them? What's three, four generations to an African? And I'm sitting here in the fucking belly of the beast existing. But anyway, we were talking about your grandfather. You never met him. Where were you going with that? I'm sorry. I, I, sometimes I feel like I missed out just on that wisdom. We did. That, that comes we did down. right, we did. You know? We did. But then also, like, but, but then also the trauma that our fathers raised us with having missed out on their fathers. And so they're coming into the world trying to learn how to be men without their, the father, their, their paternal father. You know what I'm saying? Their example. They're, yeah. They're, 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 and, but see, that's the thing, Wes, because they still get an example, right? They, 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 they like, have men around they them. They have men around them, but it's like where... But what's it, that spiritual connection to, to that man? What's that relationship? How does it... I mean, how do you even control that? Like, like, what do you, what do you know? How do you control what they take from that man? Like, as a father... You said that you're you started out just wanting to be a good father, but now I think what you're trying to get to is that you are trying to chisel or create exactly what it is you want them to take from you as a father. Like be intentional with this is what my father thought about this. Knowing what my father left this earth having given me and what he had laid and my father was so meticulous. Mm. I, me and my mother spent weeks going through records and all the folders and the mm. files and the emails that that he had just accumulated mm -hmm. and organized and synthesized into reports for so many years. And we're just like, if if you if we would half of the stuff is time stands, I could almost trace. My dad steps back the last mm. 40, 40 years. Mm. It's based on documents and banknotes and, mm -hmm. and deeds. And the, the lesson that I'm learning is that what I have to give them has to be more substantial and mm. significant. Mm. And it has to be wisdom. Like, my father left a lot of documents and, and he wrote a lot. And when we talked, we had an honest relationship. And that's what, like... I appreciated the most. There was a certain point in my teens. I I had brain surgery when I was like 13. You know? Okay. Uh, I had a tumor uh, cut from my right temporal lobe. Yeah. And um, post that, I just had this certain way that I kind of addressed life where I was just like real forward. It kind of got me in trouble sometimes. Sometimes it. I'm still learning how to have mature and adult relationships and how to interact. Mm. Uh, I'm kind of antisocial sometimes. I just mm -hmm. I like to keep to myself, guard my energy. But there there are just levels to this, you know. Because when you when you're meeting someone or when you're introducing someone to an experience, like I I know good and well that I come with everything that I that I've experienced, but also a generation and generations mm -hmm. of energy and, and and spirits, and we can time travel. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. 
You want to go into that? Go deeper. I definitely believe that. I was time traveling yesterday. I was time traveling yesterday. I believe that we are, um, you know, we have access to every single version of ourselves throughout time and space. And the imagination is how we get to it. So, like, I used to daydream a lot. And it's like, that wasn't daydreaming, bro. I was fucking wherever the hell else I have been will be. And M, like, I, I I have always, I told my dad that, we talking about fathers, it's so crazy. And it's crazy how our fathers didn't fully get us, and it's like, how do we fully get our children? You know what I mean? I used to tell my dad when I was young, I was like, Dad, I, I think at three things, I have three thought patterns going on at the same time. He said, son, what do you mean? I said, he said, like, I'm always, I said, I'm always thinking. It's hard for me to go to sleep at night because, like, I'm always in my head and I was like he said so I was like like past I'm listening I'm singing a song in my head at all times and that is like my past because it's a song that I've heard before and I know the words to and it's like imprinted on my soul I said I am thinking about whatever currently I'm doing whether it's looking out the window while you're driving what music we're listening to or you know wherever and then I said I'm also thinking about like every single possibility that could be happening in the present moment that I'm in. So like, oh, what would happen if that dog ran in the street or if that car made a left and didn't know where to turn right? You know what I mean? It's like all these things are happening constantly in my head. And I was like trying to explain it to my dad. He just was like, son, you, that, you weird as fuck. That takes us back to the to the children again. When God plants us here, he gives us the hardware. That's the hardware working. Mm. You mm. know, you have a mind that's connected to something that's higher. And so you're do, you're tuned in. You're getting all this information. That's a lot of sensory information to process Straight up. at any given time. So, you're, so your supercomputer is, is, is hyper, ultra, you know, it's, it's moving. The drives are it's, it's kicking. Mm -hmm. Yet you're able to be present in this moment. You're doing it right now. Yeah, very much so. You know, so mm -hmm. it only gets... It only gets it's better if you understand how to use the hardware and how to, to zone in. So going into that imagination is necessary. Because mm -hmm. first you got to, it'll distract you if you don't understand how to navigate it. Right, 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 right. But that's the kind of the beauty of artistry because if you know how to navigate it, you know how you have somewhere to place it. Boom. Boom. The image that you're seeing that's this like, so fanciful to you, you can put it on paper, you can put it on canvas, Come on. you can put the, you can try to capture it in a, in a picture, in a movie, in a movie, Come on in, now. In, a, in a script, in a Come poem, on Come on. in a podcast, and Come on. That's, yep. that's the that's yep. the artistry. But you see it so it's so clear in your imagination so that you have to make it real. It's the one the quote I tell my kids every time every time I see them is is if you can see it in your eye, you can hold it in your hand. Mm -hmm. If you see it, you can build it. That's mm -hmm. why I love Lego. That's something you could just, let's just build it. That's the, yeah. that's, the, that's the joke between me and, and my kids' moms. Like, first thing I'm saying, let me just build it. <laughs> let's just grow it. That's going to be Let's so, just make it. That's so you know? important. And, um, what do you dream about? Oh. Like, like, and not necessarily waking dreams. Like, what are your dreams? When you, when you dream at night, when you go to sleep, where do you go? Let me say this as uh -huh. a, a context. Uh -huh. I smoke a lot. Yeah. And when generally when I smoke, I don't dream. Interesting. Interesting. But when I go to bed sober, my dreams are very 
intense. Mm. Um, like, definitely, I'm in full. I'm 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 fully aware within space in my dreams. Yeah, and it's as if, um, it's as if you know I'll be in a dream and I'll come into awareness within the dream and I'll be in an environment, and the environment will be it could be any environment. Yeah. Generally, it's an environment something something that I've never seen before or mm-hmm. something that I um that I remember. Okay. But but a lot of times it'll be something I've never seen before mm-hmm. or an abstract experience. Though there is one place that I go to frequently. Okay. And uh, and it's so beautiful it's like, yeah it's a cathedral with all types of passageways and it's literally this like the coolest cathedral mm. and I've, I've known this place for for decades mm. for years okay uh, interesting generally, so I'm, I'm, i'll be in an environment and then I, and then i'll be then something will happen there'll be an action and then i'm engaged it's like a video okay. game okay and so then i'm just playing the scenario through to the end yeah yeah yeah, but literally it's like environment, environment scenario presents itself, and I just play it through to the end until I wake up. And sometimes there's multiple scenarios. Yeah, right, right. Because how many lives do we live when we dream? You know, uh, if I if I've told someone that I'll meet them in the in in the dream, mm-hmm. I generally I'll meet them in a dream. Mm. I have a friend who uh, had this purple hat. I love my it, and I mm-hmm. and I would tell her nice. I'm saying just. When you when you when you see me there, you'll know me because I'll be wearing my purple hat. Look for the purple hat, and like, nice. and that will be like the marker. Yeah. And yeah. if we if if we were if we were conscious and we we set out to do it, then we would often have a a glimmer of that experience yeah. to reflect on. Yeah, I like in, it. In in an energy in a in an elevation. So, I dream. What do you dream about? I my dreams mm-hmm. are vivid. Mm. Good. No, good. Uh, I like that. Um, I I dream of, uh, well, recently here in the past six years, I've dreamed in the same place. I don't know where this place is, um, but I mean, I'm convinced it is the next life, which is kind of, is really weak um, because it's very uh, post-apocalyptic. So like it's it's very much so like there's there's garbage bins on fire, um, the I like there's always the airport like I have reoccurring dreams of in different ways of getting to the airport and like trying to leave and wanting to leave mm-hmm. but running into something and I can't like something happens like floods fucking storms like there's always a different scenario that keeps me from getting on the plane the plane the airport is weird is i'm familiar with it completely but it's very very weird like in my mind if i was like to draw it it'd be like this weird cartoon bubble unrealistic shit but in the dream it's very realistic and very like tangible and very like this reality um it's always overcast normally dark um there's been iterations of the dream where and there's a hotel where everybody lives like wait those though many people live there are there other people present in the dream with you do you enter or do you yeah actually i'm interacting interact? with people but i don't know like names and stuff like that and yeah i don't either there's never a name but I, I there's people and i know i know where i'm going at all times i I'm, i'll be in the dream and i'll experience deja vu you feel me mm. which is wild like i'll be in the dream be like Damn, I remember this place. 
okay, this is about to happen. I think I've, I I can mirror that deja vu feeling within a dream. Mm. You know, it 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 it'll, it might even coincide with just like you might like I might feel it in my bladder or something. Like I, I I'll, well, I'll I'll even awake from a dream. Yeah, I'll feel a sensation and I'll wake from a dream. Use the restroom consciously. Come back. Like I'll, I'll I'll walk to the bathroom with my eyes. Like I will literally walk to the bathroom with my eyes closed, conscious, not to trip, just because I don't want to take myself out of the come dream. On, come on. And come on. like being being but being consciously aware that I'm awake. Yep. Walking to the bathroom. Yep. Yep. You know. For having existing. the choice to put the light on or not. Come on. For the level of like how how much do I want to be taken out of this experience? Come on. Because I'm that deep in. Come on. And then nestling back in bed, just like back, Going back into cool. it, and then back like to that reality, back into that reality that is real, that is completely real. So we say, you say time travel. I've been living in my next life. It's not a safe place. Um, it's very dangerous. Um, I don't have children. Uh, there is a house and there is a hotel. The hotel, a lot of people live there. It's like a big building. I'm probably saying it's a hotel, but it's really more like a big-ass like living complex or something like that. And there's crime that goes on in there. And I have been shot at. I have been... Like, I've had to make decisions. In the dream, like, do you have memories of this past life or an alternate past life? Um, memories? In the dream, I'm completely submerged in whatever reality that is. And it's completely... I believe when I go to sleep... In that dream, I, or in that reality, I am living in their dream, like what they will want, because it's so chaotic, it's so like violent, it's so like, you know, just just it's the, the, it's the, the matrix. Yeah. It, it's just like it's, it's it's terrible, and it's like if I was living in that, my dream would be to be a fucking artist, actor, poet. Are you afraid in the father? Dream? Uh. Are you like, are you yeah, like, I mean, there's always a there's there's like some dreams where it's fine, like when I'm going to the airport and I think I'm about to leave. There's like a jovial, and then there's times where I'm getting kidnapped or like about to get kidnapped, but I'm always finding ways around it. Like people, these two women, these two fat white women, try to get me. It was only one. That was only one. The like, there was another one where she, they were chasing me around my house, the house that I always that I live in in that is wild wild like by a lake by water and stuff but lavish. like but it's not la it's lavish but it's also like cluttered and like filled with my memory so like there's a basement and there's a place where i can hide in that basement that takes me to the attic and you i say, can get out you of say the, it's attic. Filled, the basement's filled with your memories like files of sorts um old uh old um toys so like think of like the clutter we the stuff you see in alleyways they all that's in the basement it's like a pile of it does the, does a toy do like can you are you aware that that's the toy from that one time in my life yeah i think so but i don't i'm not i mean i don't like stopping most of the time i'm running away from something if i gotta go down there it's the it's somebody's trying to kidnap me or get me and i need to like escape in the clutter to go back to the attic because for some reason, when I go through the clutter, it goes back up to the attic. And then from there, at, attic, I can escape. So you're running through your childhood. A field of your memories. No, I'm going up into my childhood. You're going in I'm running or through? The, 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 the running is happening upstairs in the 
main two floors of the house. There's a lot of running and hiding. When these the, these dreams happen like three out of ten times. So I don't have these dreams often. But when I have them, I am within the first two floors running around. It's not memories or anything. It's very like white space, very like minimalistic. It doesn't feel like my house. Do you plan in your dreams? Plan what? Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, boy. That dream self is cold. And he's good. He's a teacher. Um, there's a there's a there's a school building that he works in, like, um, he's black, or what seems to be black. Uh he's like Yeah. He's he's fully aware of his situation and what and what, what he's doing. He just doesn't he's trying to get away from it though. Like like dreams definitely help me prioritize things. Mm. I'll come out on the other side of a dream and like like Replay the dream in that quick flash. Yeah. Clear. Like I, when when when, when awakeness comes to me, like okay, I'm awake. Don't open my eyes yet. Okay, just mm. get, go play it back. I, I I literally just try to go as far back within the dream as possible, uh. and then bring it to the present moment. Open my eyes. Like, okay, boom. This dream said this to me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What does that mean? Right. All right. Cool. Move with that. Okay. Well, then because. I'm all because I'm always trying to think about what does this event mean in the context of what I'm my reflective memory, yeah. my relative experience. What am I going through right now mm. that that would have that that would have come out on the other side mm. in my dream? So as my brain is downloading and processing and compartmentalizing my experience from the day before, uh-huh. that is the output. It's, you think so? You think your dreams are a product of your brain processing your reality, this reality. My dreams are, are a product. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And I'm with. That's why I, when I'm within the experience, I am. Like I think. Okay, let me let me let me let me compartmentalize that. So good. I think that when I'm dreaming, mm. the experience that I'm having, that when I enter the environment and then something causes a. An action, and then we go through this game or whatever it is to come out. Mm-hmm. It's simultaneously happening to with my brain downloading, processing, and compartmentalizing all this information. They are both happening like right brain, left brain, mm-hmm. but they're happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like so, I I wouldn't say that I'm conscious in the dream of. Of how I'm getting fed through this process in this game, mm-hmm. but I know that on the other side of it, it would have been the product of both experiences. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. I can dig that. It's like I'm consciously processing while I'm sleeping, and in the morning, I take whatever I was working on and keep and keep going. Do you remember your dreams? Sometimes, when I choose. Sometimes I'm not gonna say when I choose to, but yeah. sometimes. Sometimes. When they're when especially when they're like super um, impactful, you wake up. <sighs> no. Yeah. Sweaty. Yeah. Sweaty. There are there are other times that I'll I'll tell myself like I'll be I have a dilemma. And I'm like okay I need to I need to fix this by tomorrow. Mm. And I, and I literally tell myself as I go to bed I'll be praying I'm like Lord by the next morning let me have come to the other side of this and know what to do. Nice. So I know when I'm going in, yeah. I got that extra 
energy, that extra, that extra, extra force. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I just tune in, depending on the level of problem, depending on the level of, depending who I, who who we synthesize with. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who you break it down with? Yeah. It's, it's a difference between, you know, some some nights, some nights you let your kids say the prayer. Some nights you be like, I gotta say this one. Yeah. You know, I gotta, we gotta, when, when by the time you're done praying, they sleep, but you had to, yeah. we, you know, you gotta go in. You know? Very, very Baptist. Like, like, like very this, Baptist of you. Between, between my very, two, you know, you know, our two sons, um, one doesn't mind, one doesn't mind praying, one doesn't like praying. And he doesn't like praying because prayer always comes at the interruption of like, Time for bed. Let's let's pray. He's like, oh, I'm video gaming or oh, I'm reading or right, 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 I'm right, doing right, this. Right. So and my other son's just like, okay. And him is is more so because is nine times out of ten he's so passive because he sees his brother tripping. He's just like, okay, I'm just gonna smooth. Yeah, I was gonna be yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna yeah. be cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you go trip. I go trip. Let me go with the program. Like, come I on, to rock the boat. Come on, bro. Let's 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 go pray. You know, you heard that, man. Come on, man. You know, you're so, always giving people problems. So no, even that, you got you got to know your kids. You, you do got to know your kids, bro. That's a big thing, bro. You got knowing, knowing them up, knowing your kids, dog. Yeah, love them. I'm still learning them. I mean, yeah. Yeah, like continuously learning them, right? Because like they are whole human beings that like change. We have to be like completely cognizant of when, how, what we react or how we react. Like we need to be aware of those. Yeah, man, be very conscious of the environment and how you're programming the operating system. Like you said. Until you let them out of the, until you place that robot out in the world. I'm saying, I heard mm-hmm. I heard somebody reference uh, us humans as androids, and I was like, yeah, we sure are connected yeah. to these devices. Yeah. You know, and, and we really, we have become androids, but so yeah. we'll, as we yeah. let these androids out it's into real. the world, everything that we programmed into, into them, them yeah. It's gonna be how they navigate it. How they navigate it. How they how they like creatively problem solve. Like that's all. That's all. This existence, like this reality, is nothing but a test in creative problem solving, and like gratitude. Like I just want my kids to be grateful. I really just want them to be, um, kind of aware that we are favored. We. Privilege. Yeah, privilege, 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 privilege. Like, and again, with the Kendrick thing, breaking generational curses, man. You know, breaking generational curses. Um, I'm about to kick you out soon. I gotta, uh, I have things to do before it's time to pick up kids. What are you working on? You said you was um, a haberdashery. You've been talking about this haberdashery for quite some time. What is a haberdashery? Very soon, um, you will be able to go to AmericanHaberdasher.com and find fine accoutrements, art. Um, I'm actually asking you, Lance Newman, to be mm-hmm. my first artist to debut on the site. Right on. Uh, the reason I, ch- well, the reason I chose to bring art into the space because generally. Haberdashers aren't necessarily known for selling art specifically, but mm-hmm. one of my passions has always been 
finding ways to increase the value of black art. True. Um, outside of just uh, purchasing pieces, how can we, I guess, change the culture, create a culture around black art? Yep. When I was in Liberia, I was just amazed at just the simplicity of life. Mm. And they don't like, well, the average person doesn't have art in their house. Right. I, don't, I wouldn't say they have artifacts. Mm, come know? on. Come on, and their grandfather's cane or their, their yeah. ancestors' possessions. But beautiful, beautiful pieces. Mm. And right. with stories and lineage. And made pieces. And mean? so, but you know, so uh, I want to bring art into that space, mm -hmm. American Haberdasher, to. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, help artists sell those pieces and, and take it to a broader audience. But other than that, it's just gonna it's gonna be a place to incubate um, up and coming designers. Mm -hmm. They can test uh, their merchandise in the retail, the online retail store, and um, I'll help push and help with the analytics mm -hmm. to see what trends and help them uh, market and you know help produce retail. You know. A nice retail space, e-commerce. I'm here for that. I like it. I like it. Yeah, you let me know. You just pull up. I need to. Um, I need to get workout, man. I really came like, here to, fo to photograph some pieces that we can. Uh, that we can list. Okay, mm -hmm. and grab some of those. Um, yeah, photograph some pieces, uh, some descriptions, the dimensions, the weights. Um, uh, some just, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. for these, do you want me to just send you what I have? Because I already took like pictures and have all those things on my Instagram. Okay. So you might as well just pull from there, because those are the best pictures. Like to take really, really good pictures. We need to, and I have the setup, but I don't, I don't have time to set it up right now. But like, you know, I got lights. I got like a white background. We can like, you know, make the lighting right, stuff like that. Uh, let's um as we produce and it's like this really build I want I want to um, you have a network I have a network mm -hmm. and I want I want to see you sell a lot of art I don't know what that means for you mm -hmm. but for me it means exposing you to a broader population mm -hmm. and increasing the value of your work mm -hmm. and the collectability. Mm -hmm. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, um, on a website, like, I'm not in it to sell a lot. And it's funny that um, that seems to be a running theme within uh, the arts community. Uh, my mentor is very uh, money-making focused, right? And... Because I have so many talents and and like verified talents, like because like you can Google me and find me in so many things, I am less concerned about uh, the prolific nature of creating art and more concerned about the um, rarity of art. So like uh, chances are, Chances are, like, oh, uh, what am 
am I saying? Like my pieces ain't gonna be uh, like I don't I don't I don't imagine a lot of people having my pieces, um, cause I don't wanna. I also need to know where my pieces are going. Like my original pieces, you buy a print or something, or if I get some prints done, cool, it's whatever. But like if it's an original piece, I need to know the house that it's going in understands critical race theory or like can vibe with the idea that um, you know gentrification is bad. This fucking piece that I'm doing right now. It's called Get Your Man. You know, the difference between oh, go ahead. this piece that you're working on right now mm -hmm. and an NFT mm -hmm. is that you as the artist, once the piece is sold, you don't have rights into it, right. into perpetuity. Right. Whereas with an NFT, every yeah. time that piece is sold in a secondary market, mm -hmm. you get a residual. Yeah. This is also, um, my homie Nick told me about this. Uh, this is the platform Swiss Beats made. It is called. Uh, Swiss Beats has a website, like kind of what you're talking about. It does. Only it's not a, or not kind of what you're talking about. What you're going to, what you'll lead into, um, or what I believe you're, you're, uh, like especially if it comes to the art. Like you said, haberdasheries don't really have. Um, what you call us like that? Like um, they don't really have. Uh, no, they're not necessarily artist galleries. Yeah, right, 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 right. Fuck, what's the name of that? Anyway, Swiss Beats has a program where you can post your art. Um, it's a website. You post your art. Um, if somebody buys your art, it has it comes with a barcode, right? So your art now has a barcode after it's bought. And every time that that physical piece gets sold, it like um that you can scan the barcode it one increases its value and it also gives the person who sold it a residual you said can scan the barcode hmm? you said they can scan the barcode mm -hmm. but if they don't scan the barcode mm. Mm -hmm. can you make some flowers Ooh, with those that'd be dope that'd be cool no artists are sensitive about their oh like what you want me to do with this like I could do something with this yeah I definitely could do something with these cool oh wax paper might have to sand it burn it a little bit wax paper you know obviously doesn't hold glue well um, okay, I will, uh, what am I doing? I need to start cutting, this is getting too fine, and I also need to shade, I need to put more blue in here. Um, yeah, 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 it's not done, my brother. Um, I'm going to send you, I mean, let's, uh, I would much rather you just go grab the stuff. I grab the pictures in the description. Those are really the best pictures. The art that I have now, we, we can, let's, let's, definitely, let's go look at it. Um, but like, uh, taking the pictures is going to be, unless you want to just sit downstairs and take the pictures, I'm going to need to set up for this. Voice audition and record stuff for 
this commission. And knock those things out today. Southern Fried, I have not heard back from. Uh, go to Louisville, and they fucked up. Uh, What's the deal with Southern Fried? Is, um, is it like um, how do you how do you judge bookings based on RSVPs, hotel regs? Yeah, hotel res is up. I mean, it's um. Hold on, my phone. Hey, did where you go find it? Um, Southern Fried. You know, it's the second time. So, it's uh, and Stevan Edward, you know her. She's fucking amazing, bro. Like, yeah. it don't make sense. It don't. It don't make sense, bro. Like. So she's gotten shit together she's tremendously. Yeah, she no solutions. Um, and then I, uh, oh yeah, and then like, you know, my connections with the city, it's like most of the people we've approached been good. Like all the heavy lifting was done. Now it's like the end of stretch where we're just finalizing stuff and like paying out the monies for things. And like, once we get all that done, smooth sailing. It'll be a, it's shaping up to be a very good tournament spread out across Main Street, which is going to be cool. Four different venues going on simultaneously. The resurface space, Wiltshire, Wiltshire Pantry, KPA, the Mex Theater, and Roots 101. Have people walk up and down. I want to get a scooters. I need to write that down. I was thinking about that last night before I went to sleep. Um, scooters be cool. Like scooters for people to, um, and um, bike, bike vouchers. Yep, yep. Bike vouchers or or scooter vouchers. And like stuff like this, you know what I mean? Like it's gonna make my art because glue wears off. You know what I mean? My piece, my all my pieces will deteriorate. If you buy one of my pieces, like I'm gonna the way I frame it or the way I'm gonna have it framed, you know, it's gonna last for as long as possible and taken with care, you know, they can last forever or, you know, hundreds of years, a hundred years or so. But like eventually they will start coming off and you will see nothing but the bones of my original ideas and concepts. And in my mind, that makes it even more valuable because you're like, now you're seeing the bare bones. You saw what I was like trying to show to people and kind of, you know, dress up. But now you're seeing me and my art for what it really is. And it ain't until 200 years later that people actually, actually, <gasps> I forgot to put glue in this too much. It almost disintegrates over time. Right. 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 So, I mean, I guess we can go downstairs and um, show some work. I'm sorry. I keep, every time I'm, I'm trying to stop and transition, I'm like, all right, let me put just one more coat. Let me just chill out. I'll put stuff, I'll fill that up so that I could let it rest. And, uh, you know, I think there are times in this where I'm very much so like, 
this picture exists, like this picture exists, this whole situation exists because I did this. Like, uh, you know, like, I believe when God was making us, he gave us the ability to make ourselves. So every time we do, uh, like, take a picture or um, draw a picture, draw something, like, we are continuously shaping the human aesthetic with art. And, like, what we draw is what the future will be. You know what I mean? We, we literally create the future and the past. I'm creating this in the future. But because I created it in the future, it, it was created in the past type thing. It's just layers of art on top of art. Mm-hmm. in the process come on man that you have to perfect too like and and always grows like that's another thing about my pieces man these is this is a one-on-one like this is the first time i've used this style on this medium so this is a door this is six foot by eight or six foot by two in or two foot door and i found it in the alley and I'll be collecting shit. My wife calls me Sanford and son. So it's like, I don't know if I, there's another door panel I got back there, but I doubt that. And it's another, um, the concept, you'll see the concept. But anyway, like chances are this is a one-on-one and it's only, it's going to be the only one that's created like this. Like all my other pieces, even my six by nine or my nine by 11 inch um, portrait pieces, even those, like, I, I don't really use the same style the same way. It's all an experimentation. It's a continuous experimentation. Sometimes I do the stuff and I like it, and then there's other times I don't. And shit, when I don't like it, boy, I do not repeat that shit. I do not repeat that process because it's just always... The evolution. Yeah, You've updated the operating system. Come on, update the operating system. And I'll never update my phone. But it's crazy. You gotta update the soul. <laughs> it's so funny. Gotta keep it up. As we change and the environment changes. Come on. That's the same way our computer gets a security alert, virus update. Like, yo, mm-hmm. the people trying to get in is getting stronger. You gotta come update. Come on, come on, come on. You come gotta on, upgrade again. your defense. Come on. Come your on. Awareness. Make a new password, fam. To your soul, to your heart, to your ambitions. Oh, yeah. is hacking. They really are. That's real. And every now and again, you got to be conscious of clearing out your cookies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Come on now. Things that are holding up mental space. Like, why am I still thinking about that? Come on now. Why, why am I still associated about that? Why every time I still see a blue car, I think about that? Come on. You know what I'm saying? Why that, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, yep. why that still trigger me after Come all on. this time, you know? Come on. It's, it's, it's keeping me from moving on. I can't even save new data. It's taking forever for things that I need to load exactly. or print or, or, or you know, you know it's holding me back. It's interfering. It's, it's, it's your RAM. You're interfering with the processing. Your, your, your immediate decision making is interrupted because you've got gunk in the pipes of your memories. <whistles> you clear them out. 
This has been Particle Something Podcast episode. I don't even know. But thank y'all for tuning in. Um, I want to thank my guest, Wes Tolbert. Uh, you want to tell them where they can find you on social media? Wes Tolbert across all social media. T-O-L-B-E-R-T. You can find me. Just Google me. If you really want to find me, you'll find me. Bye-bye.